This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good afternoon. I'm Greg Elliott and this is Sport Today, a weekday sports news podcast designed to keep you on the ball. And I'm Gemma Ryan. It's Tuesday the 16th of March. In your Sport Today, Australia is leading the way in women's sport coverage and two PSG players' houses are robbed during a match. Plus, the NRL will allow 17-year-old Joseph Suwali to play and Rob Gronkowski signs on to stay with Tom Brady at Tampa Bay. All right, let's dive in. A report from Deloitte has come out today that predicts major changes in how people work and live, and it looks like women's sport is only going to get more popular, Gem. There's a fair bit in the report, but the gist of it is that while women's sports still trails men's in market value, it's growing fast. Yep, investment from both the government and private organisations is having an impact on participation rate and the profile of women's sport, and it's beginning to pay dividends through more revenue. So we're talking media rights, sponsorships and ticketing, Greg. Australia is indeed leading the way in this regard. We're outperforming in our share of broadcast hours and sponsorships. And Deloitte predicts women's sport will account for 25% of broadcast sporting hours by 2025, up from 8% right now. Deloitte say this will provide valuable opportunities for brands to use sport to connect more with audiences, particularly women, especially as female athletes are becoming more instantly recognisable inspirational idols to Australians. Yeah, I can definitely think of a few female Aussie athletes who fit that bill. The report says that keys to growth are more investment, more content, more stories and bigger venues. I wonder if sport today fits into that, Greg. Yeah, I hope so. We're content. Yeah, surely. In some slightly unexpected soccer news gem, two footballers playing for France's largest club, Paris Saint-Germain, in their top league called League One, were robbed during their club's home game loss to Nantes on Sunday night in Paris. Arnel Di Maria and team captain Marquinhos' homes were raided and their families were held hostage, but thankfully, Jem, no one was hurt. Yeah, Di Maria's wife and kids were home at the time, and for Marquinhos, his parents' home was burgled and they were held hostage. Di Maria left the match as soon as he heard about the invasion, about an hour into the game, which is actually the second time he's been targeted, Greg. The first one was back in 2015 when he was at Manchester United. No word on what was taken from Marquinhos' place, but Di Maria was robbed of a safe that had about 500,000 euros worth of jewels and watches. Yeah, well, the police are investigating it all, Gem, and the club has offered their full support to the players and their families. And to add to the bad luck on the night for PSG, they lost to Nantes as well, their fourth home game defeat of the season. The NRL overnight have confirmed that 17-year-old Joseph Sawali will be able to make his Sydney Roosters debut before his 18th birthday gem. If you're wondering why this has been such big news, well, it's because an exemption had to be granted for this to happen, and there's been some questions about what kind of precedent this might set. So Australian Rugby League Commission Chair Peter Vlandes defended the decision yesterday, saying they followed a rigorous and exhaustive process that proves they won't just approve anything, and there's a chance Sawali will actually be 18 years old by the time he gets to play. Vlandes also added that from the time he spent with Sawali, he can see why people are so positive about him. 
If he does manage to debut while still 17, Greg, he'd be the youngest debut in 10 years, all while he's getting through his HSC this year. I found the HSC hard enough. I don't know how I would do it with the eyes of a whole sporting code watching me. Yeah, same here. It was tough enough as it was. Like you said, Jem, there's no guarantee we'll see him anytime soon, but there's been a few reports that he's likely to be the next man called into the Roosters' backline if there's an injury, or when James Tedesco and potentially Daniel Tupo get called up for the State of Origin squad, whichever comes first. We already knew that Tom Brady is staying on at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for a couple more years, Gem. That was announced on the weekend. But Bucks fans can today rejoice more knowing that Rob Gronkowski will be back there with him for the next NFL season too. Yep, and this confirmation has come just one day after Gronk had said he planned to dip his toes into the free agent process this year, meaning basically that any other team could have snapped him up for the right price. He did say, though, that he hadn't actually wanted to leave the Buccaneers, and he and Brady have made some pretty massive NFL history together. They've won four Super Bowls, including this year's one only a few weeks ago, Greg. As for the rest of his career, he's 31. Gronk says he plans to stay on one-year contracts even if he plays for another 10 years. This one-year contract alone will net him $13 million US dollars, Jim. The Red Bull Cape Fear competition at Shipstone Bluff down in Tassie is on this week. And for the first time, women will be able to take on the men in the massive waves there, Jim. Yeah, we can expect to see the likes of Laura Enova and Lizzie Stokely compete against Mick Fenning with 24 competitors in total. The massive waves at the bluff are pretty daunting, Greg. They thunder up the Antarctic to reach heights of nine metres before crashing onto a reef. Anova has said she thought there's no way she'd be getting out there, and Fenning said the crazy waves were out of his comfort zone too, but they're an epic challenge for him post-retirement. If our listeners want to see what we're talking about, well, we've got a video of some of the biggest and craziest waves from Shipstone Bluff in the episode notes. Honestly, Greg, waves like that are pretty much my worst nightmare. Ugh. Catch This is our daily look at the stuff people are talking about from an epic sporting moment, an obscure sport update, or an event to pop in your calendar. Gemma, Russian tennis player Daniil Medvedev, who you may remember as the Oz Open runner-up, is now officially the world number two, overtaking Rafael Nadal. This is big, as he's the first player outside the big four to hold the number two spot since 2005. The big four, of course, are Federer, Nadal, Djokovic, and Andy Murray. The last player to be in there was Australia's own Leighton Hewitt. Oh, no way. And he was the Australian Open runner-up that year, right? Funny coincidence. Yeah, back in 2005. Lost to Marat Safin, for those of you playing at home. <laughs> so, Greg, we mentioned the America's Cup last week. It's still running. There's been a few delays with some wind, but it could end as early as today. It's first to seven wins. New Zealand lead Italy 5-3 to three as of yesterday, and there's two races today. It's been a tight competition, though, so far, and it's definitely not over. Aussie Jimmy Spithill is on the Italian team, and he said they're going to come out firing today. Oh, I like that confidence. Yeah, I like it too. (laughs) That's all from us here at Sport Today. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, remember to follow, and it'll drop onto your homepage whenever there's a new app. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you tomorrow.